Hi, this is Munira and in today's episode I'm gonna talk you through a little bit of my own experience um, in the corporate environment and uh, yeah, hope that sh sharing my own hardship and difficulties being in a corporate environment, not feeling fully connected with myself will Yeah, help you um, to connect with that, but maybe also see um, what part of that you can relate to. I'm just sharing this to to say whoever out there feels the same. I have been there a long time and I see you and I know how it is. Maybe not exactly, maybe your journey is a bit different than mine has been. Um, but if you are feeling a little bit agitated or feeling a little bit disconnected right now or like an emptiness or a struggle of keep going to work every day or doing the work and feeling like there's you don't really feel passionate about it anymore or you, you feel like it's somehow meaningless and you just keep repeating the same thing over and over and get again then this might be interesting for you Enjoy the episode and please let me know your thoughts and ideas and questions. Do you know those feelings when you're in the business world and you are going to work and you can tell that a part of you like dies more every day? And you can't really grasp it because everything is actually okay. You got your income, you got some work that kind of like um, is demanding enough for you to, to be challenged, to grow. It's kind of fun. You see your own progress. It's, it's actually all good, you know. And also, obviously, you are just lucky to have that income, to have a certain safety for yourself or maybe also the safety for your family. But something is still not in alignment. Something feels off. Sometimes you go in there into this office and you feel like no one has really seen you. All the conversations you've had, no one really knows how you are. All the conversations you had, you don't know how others are. It feels like walls around yourself, but also walls around others that you speak to, um, And the fear and the control keeps getting more. It's like whatever comes, there will be more rules, more ideas of how to create new rules to make things safer and better. But in a way, you feel like something is missing. Something is missing. You feel maybe even like this, this part inside of you that feels almost like not alive anymore. Or maybe you feel very exhausted every day coming home from work. Or you feel just sick or tired. Or maybe you can't sleep or there's a certain form of depression. And you're so happy when the week is over. You're sitting on these computers doing one after the other, one session after the other. Right now, a lot of that happens at Zoom. But things are so empty, replaceable. You reach one goal just to know that after that goal, there's going to be another one waiting for you. And you've done that over and over again. But why? How? 
What's the reason you're doing this actually? And there's a way of feeling into that. What's this void? What's that emptiness inside? What's the reason why I don't feel energized at the end of the day? What's the reason why I feel cut off? And that's exactly what I was asking myself many years being in a corporate environment and feeling disconnected from myself, actually. I was good in getting the goals done. I was amazing in achieving things, getting really big projects going on an international scale. And I was so proud of myself. But every time I got promoted, it felt emptier. And I was like, what? how is this possible? I've worked so hard to get there. Why doesn't that even mean anything for me? Or I had a really hard time privately, personally, in my personal life, a breakup or something that really bothered me personally. And I was surrounded by those people every day and I didn't know anything about that. They just saw this different person and I was good in showing them this picture. But no one knew how I really felt. And I kept doing this so long that I didn't even know how I felt anymore. I didn't know how I felt anymore. I didn't know what I needed. But on the outside, I was successful. I had the money. I had everything I wanted to have. And people would say, you're so successful. You have this like amazing career. But it felt so empty at the same time. And I felt so exhausted every day after that. And how was that possible? How was that possible? I was achieving everything. I had everything I always wanted. How was it possible that I wasn't happy with that? Like, why was there no happiness for me? And what did I have to change? So in these moments... I remember one of those moments, I was like, I was crashed. I just went through a breakup. And I think when we go through a breakup, it's actually, it's usually when we are more sensitive to things in general. So I was in the middle of this breakup, but I was so sick of the way the work went. I was sick of constantly being on guard And constantly looking out for what's the next step to do and how do people, you know, manipulate certain situations again? Where do I have to be quick so I can manipulate or I can stand on a better ground than others? And it felt like this huge fight and it felt like there was no trust between me and my colleagues and I felt so sick of doing that sick of doing this game, sick of feeling betrayed. I sat there and I was like, what am I actually doing here? What am I doing here? And on top of that, I lost my boss. My boss quit on that day. And I was like, really? Like, because this was a boss I really loved. And we were working so amazingly together and we really complimented each other and he really saw me. He was one of the rare people that saw me. So I was sitting there 
And one of the things that he gave me as a farewell gift was a book. It was called the, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. Anyway, so I had this book in my hands and I was exhausted. I didn't even want to work on that day. I sat on my, on my desk and I just started reading. And I read about how it is to be in alignment with yourself and what that means to understand your own principles and the person you want to be. I read about what if I would make my own obituary What would people say about me if I died today? And that question in general hit me. But the whole, the whole section, the whole chapter about, around those topics hit me because I was like, I don't even know who I want to be anymore. I don't even know what kind of values are really important for me. So... It hit me so much that I really wanted to understand that. And first, I have to say, when I tried to understand my own values and who I want to be and what my principles are, I did the exercises, but it felt so shallow. When I thought about what do I want people to say about me, the kind of person I was in my life when I died, I noticed Wow, the words that they would say right now wouldn't be the words I want to hear. And how did I get here? How did I get here to a point when I would not want people to talk about me in my obituary because I knew they're going to judge me and they would be right about that? It's like, how did I get there to become a person that I don't even like? How did I get there? I had so many, when I started working after my studies, I had all those ambitious ways and ideas of how I wanted to work. How could I have lost that after such a short amount of time? How could I have lost that and become this person that I don't even like myself, behave in a way that I don't even like? And the funny thing is, before that, I was seeing this behavior around me and I was just judging people around me behaving like that. But when I read this book and I really looked into the mirror, I noticed, wow, all those behaviors I've been judging for weeks and months, I'm doing exactly the same thing. And it hit me. That wasn't a nice one. That wasn't a nice hit. It, <laughs> it hit me. And to be honest, looking into the mirror and seeing all that, I, I wanted to go back to not knowing all those things. I just wanted to go back into saying, you know, what, whatever. I want to go back to never having read those pages in the book and just go back into not seeing those things. But I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't go out of myself anymore. I knew what I was doing and I knew that the behaviors and the things I was doing wasn't in alignment to who I want to be. And I knew I had to change something profoundly. 
But I didn't even know how to start. I didn't know what, what am I going to do? Am I going to quit now? Or what am I going to do? And Stephen Covey talks about finding your area of influence. And that's the first step if you want to change something. And so the first thing that I saw is, first of all, my first area of influence is actually myself. First of all, let me become this person that I want to be. Let me become this person that I want people to talk about in the obituary. And let me become that person that is actually in alignment with my values. When I thought about what I wanted people to say about me if I died, I wanted them to know that I care. I wanted them to know that they were important for me in my life. I wanted them to know that I really see them and that I see their beauty and their power and the specialness in them. I wanted these things to be the things that people know about me. And I wanted them to say that they trust me. I wanted them to say I don't only trust her, but she has been a great friend for the whole life being. I could always rely on her. I knew she would always be there for me. I knew I could call her if it really needed and she would be there. I wanted to get, go back to being that person. And I knew I had it in me because that's how I was when I was younger, but I lost it. I lost it through all those judgments that this is not how business works. All those ideas in my head of what a successful business person is, a successful business woman. But also, I don't know. I just allowed the outer circumstances in my environment to influence myself so much that I wasn't me anymore, but I, wasn't a, I was a copy of what everyone else was. I wasn't really standing my ground or being authentically or even truthful to myself. So that situation on that day and this book over the next weeks after, they just hit me like nothing else. And I knew I have to change things. And I knew, first of all, I don't have to quit anything. I just have to find a way to myself first, a true way to my truth, to who I want to be, to what is really deeply authentic to me. I knew that's the journey I have to take first. And I did. And now, to be honest, I'm still on that journey almost 20 years ago later <laughs> I'm still on that journey but things have changed obviously and I would say today I know so much more <laughs> who I want to be I'm so much more aligned to my values to my contribution and purpose in life and obviously you know there's still moments when I'm like oh please I hope no one is ever going to say that in my obituary, you know, moments when I'm not so proud of it myself. But in general, I'm okay with what people are going to say about me because I know I've spent a lot of time, not 
not to please the people and make them say good things about me, but just to be in alignment and integrity with who I want to be, the kind of person I want to be. And the funny thing is, the more I became that person I want to be, the more it actually didn't, didn't matter what other people had to say about me or if they liked it or not. I was just true to myself and to who I wanted to be. And that was reason enough for me 